This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by Loners, a dwarven dark fantasy audiobook for fans of high adventure, gritty action, and irreverent humor. Visit audible.com or amazon.com and search Loners Dwarven Fantasy to get your copy today. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Are we really in shape to fight the Horde of Quagoths? Uh, we are not. You head towards the temple, you and Bastion. Get us into a hairy situation. Get it? Because they're, they're Quagoths. You see several Quagoths rushing out to greet you. It's a 22 to hit, 10 damage. And then Stripey takes his follow-up, and that's a 15 for Stripey to hit. That's a good little combo. You're being yeah. like a real ranger right now. Off to a strong start. You and Stripey just shoot and bite this thing, and <laughs> it looks like it's already about to drop. All right. It's barely hanging wow. on, but it is hanging on, Oof. and it looks very upset. Frostfingers! <laughs> Get frosty. Look what I can do, guys. I have this new spell. I am getting used to that. I can attack three times per turn, not just two. As low, the caster Quagoth shifts to the side, and you need to make a wisdom save. Is this a tactic that we're going to be able to employ sometime soon, standing in doorways to get cover? That sounds awesome. I would like, I would very much like to do that. Uh, that would be a 12 with my uh, wisdom saving throw of minus one, so 11. As low as many things, but wise, he is not. <laughs> Fortunately, the DC is exactly 11. Oh, <laughs> heck yeah, dog. Wow. wow. Amazing. That also, I probably sense. should have used my session inspiration there, but hey, that's what you get for being reckless. Yeah, well, so a wisdom save like that, was he trying to like control your mind or something? What's happening? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, wisdom save could be a lot of things. Mm. I think that would be like an intelligence save. Mm. Would be mind control. I think I think willpower is sometimes characterized by wisdom. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he was trying to cast like hold person or something. Sorry, I read the wrong line. It wasn't a wisdom save. It was a con save, but uh, yours is even better, so you're fine. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Phew. Regardless, nothing happens to you. What do I feel? You feel a little bit of pressure, crushing pressure on your skin momentarily. Ouch. As if something were squeezing you from all directions, but you're fine. Wow. Being squeezed from every dimension. Oh, man. (laughs) The fifth, the sixth, the seventh. (laughs) Dimension X. I I even forgot the fourth dimension. I just skipped straight to the fifth. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Yeah. Isn't the fourth dimension time or something? Anyway. Yeah. Time is different in the fourth dimension. Aslo, it's your turn. There's the caster in the mess hall, and then there are the two attacking Shaba. Okay. Yeah, I think you're going to have to hunt the caster. It's a caster on caster battle, baby. <laughs> um, I will start marching towards the kitchen. How far away is it from where I am right now? Are your mirror images going to fight his mirror images? Yes, they're going to each oh, duel yeah. each other to the death. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> it's 20 feet away. 20 feet, okay. It's basically at the far corner of the room. Okay. I would try casting a spell on him, but I have a lot more attacks if I just run up and attack, so... Yeah, but wouldn't this be an instance where you should just... Like, run up and attack? No, I I would consider... What what do the horns mean? (laughs) I would consider doing your AoE, because it'll hit all the images, wouldn't it? Yeah, how does that work? How does area of effect affect mirror image? Because I would imagine granted i've played a lot of digital rpgs not sure if this translates to this game but a lot of those digital rpgs are based on D. anyway 
But if you could Thunderwave... So images would still be there, but you wouldn't have to check to see if you hit the image or him. What? When, okay, with that particular spell. Only direct damage to an image will dispel it. Ah, gotcha. Okay, okay. so it's not effective. Wow, Mirror Images is just looking better and better to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, yeah, Thunderwave would deal damage to him. It just wouldn't eliminate any of the duplicates, what you're saying. Right. Interesting. Gotcha. Yeah, I think the best way, I mean, Mirror Image isn't concentration, but either way, I mean, I can run up and get three attacks. So, I think I'm just going to do that. It's only 20 feet away, speed 25. I brandish both swords and like the mighty halfling that I am go charging directly at him <laughs> and then swing it's 21 on the first attack do we have to stop at each attack to see about the images mm-hmm. so you get to roll the d20 oh yeah and it's a the first one is he has three duplicates it's a six plus yeah that dispels an image okay sweet uh, next attack I've got the spell up too uh, it's even higher natural 19 uh, now it's on an 8 plus. Yep, dispels another image. <laughs> Dang it, okay. <laughs> well, at least I'm clearing him out. Yeah. And last attack, uh, 21 again, and it's on an 11 plus. That dispels his last image. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's running there, he's uh, like... Pss, 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 yeah, well... <laughs> and he's just like... <gasps> at least I got rid of them all. <laughs> my images! <laughs> oh, man. That was my move, attack uh, action and bonus action. And uh, now I'm standing in front of him. So, there we go. Yeah. It's a good use of return. Totes. Good, other than the fact that I didn't hit my target, even though I hit him three times. You will hit him in the future. You got through (laughs) what you needed to. I mean, were you supposed to use Dispel Magic instead? Oh, that's a good point. Ah. I didn't think about that. Very good question. That would have actually been a really good use of that spell. But you did the exact same thing that the Dispel Magic would have done, but with attacks. (laughs) Which do not cost a spell slot, so hmm. I don't know. Just a, just food for thought. Yeah, maybe if he if he casts that again, I'll dispel it. Now for the ones attacking Shaba. So one of them attacks Shaba and hits Ooh, you I, for wait eight wait. Damage. Don't I get a chance to? Yeah. Are you next to him? Oh, right. Yeah. You were going to do that. You can do that. You already said damage happens. So does that mean I missed my window? No, you did go all the way over to me to for the sole purpose. You were going to do it just for that. So okay. So I'll try to impose disadvantage. It's not enough. No. It still hits. Ah, oh, bless Shaba. So you take Shucks. eight points of damage. The other one tries to attack Tokus but misses. Nice. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. Uh, didn't Jay have a moment to stone? Himself? Uh, I've already stonesed. Ah, you already did the stonesed. Yeah. I only get to do it once. But you weren't stoned, just stonesed. No. <laughs> I just used my endurance, which is like a stone. Hmm. At least they missed me. <laughs> we, we should go, like, finish these guys up so we can help Aslo, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right over here. You guys take care of those, too. <laughs> what happened to Stripey? Stripey's turn. Yeah. It is Stripey's turn. Now that the uh, mirror images are gone, he's going to charge the caster. And, oh, all right. Can he flank with Aslo or no? Um, I don't think so, because the guy's in the doorway. No, he's in the corner. He's in the corner? Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so that's a 24 to hit for 10 damage. Now, what, what are the specific rules on Beastmaster? Do you have to have line of sight to one another? We have to be able to see each other, yeah. Hmm. Dang. I mean, that's fine. We d- we do see each other right now. Do you? Yes. We're in the same room. They do. Oh, okay. Even though his back is turned to me, there's no facing. You're not in the same room. I thought the caster was in the other room. Stripey has to run off into the mess hall in the far corner in order to attack. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, the caster's in the room. Yeah, so if he can't see me, then he can't react. So you can't see Stripey at this point. Right, okay. Mm. Um, 
Do I disengage here then? No, I've dropped my bow. Can I pick up my bow and dis- still disengage? Yeah. But you wouldn't be able to attack to trigger the extra attack from Stripey anyway, right? Right. But I'm thinking, what if I go after the caster? Azo, you think you and Stripey got this? Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, okay, I'll just use my short sword then. Um, can I get around to... F- no, I want to stay next to you, right? So you can protect me. I don't want to flank with you, right? I mean, stay close or disengage, I think, are the two suggestions I have for you. I'm feeling good. I've got like a little over half my hit points left. I can take a couple more hits. So, yeah, I'm just going to keep swinging. Yeah. Just keep swinging. Just keep swinging. <laughs> uh, ooh, that's not that good. So I'm going to use that the old Bardic to boost that a bit. Nice. Bardic I still have hanging out. Oh, it only boosts it by one, though. So that Blast. is... That's a 13 to hit. 13 hits. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. All right. Bardic, awesome, coming dude. in strong. Heck yeah. Squishy, furry flesh. <laughs> Dang it, I rolled another one. See, here's, here's the opposite of those natural 20s I've been rolling. I rolled a one on the Bardic and now a one on my damage die. So that's mm. four damage. And we are, Stripey and I are collectively done. You're separated by a wall of emotion. Yes, and stone. Took it. All right, so I think I should slice and dice the one that I've hexed. Here we go. 15 to hit. Ooh, max on the, uh, well, so max on the hex, so six hex damage, and then only six physical. So six and six, and then another attack. That is better. That's a 21 to hit. Uh, nice. Okay, uh, 11 physical and two, uh, necrotic. Sweet, not bad. All right, you're tearing into this one. You slash open its chest and hamstring it, and it's lying there barely alive. (laughs) But still alive. That's kind of sad and gruesome. (laughs) (laughs) I almost feel sorry for the big guy. Well, you're killing them anyway, so... (laughs) Yeah. Just put him out of his misery, Tokus. Why do you have to be so rude? Sorry, I'm... (laughs) This is the shadow side of me that likes to play with his food and, like, hurt them multiple times. (laughs) I wish I could just be like Shaba and just, like, one-shot him. That's seriously a very clutch shot on the caster earlier that interrupted whatever was setting me aflame. It was. It was solid. I'm gonna guess heat metal, which is not good. And that works on armor? You would basically just continue to be hot and keep taking damage every turn, yeah. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Cooked by my own precious armor. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, Tokus is like, hey, how's my armor? I I didn't check on it earlier. Is it okay? (laughs) Just got a little warm. It's fine. No lasting damage. I'm like more concerned about the well-being of my armor than even myself. (laughs) Yeah. You know the type where they have like a fancy car and they're like, they care about every single like bug or scratch or anything. Oh yeah. That's how Tokus is being about his armor. Aslo, the Quigoth in front of you leans its head back and lets out a howl of pure rage. Oof. And you can see in its eyes as it looks back at you that there's nothing but hatred there. Oh. And it lets out two swings. You dodge the first one, and then the second one rips straight across you for... Uh, can I force a reaction, use my reaction to force a reroll on that one? Oh, is that the halfling thing? That's my second chance, yeah. You can just anytime cause a reroll? It's once per combat. Mm, that's right. Uh, when a creature you can see hits you with an attack roll, use your reaction to force a reroll. Yeah. Okay, so I reroll the whole attack. It is rolling with advantage, however. Um, so this could still be a hit. So it still hits. Alright, well, worth uh-huh. a try. It's worth a shot, yeah. Yep. Uh, so how much damage did you say? 16. Ooh, yikes. Mm. 
It's a good one. And it's your turn. Were you out of images, Brian? I still have two left. Oh, that's right. I still have two left. You're supposed to do oh, your images. That's right. I knew you guys were forgetting something. I was like, wait, what's happening? What about the images? I got. <laughs> All right. So let's okay. roll for mirror image. So roll your check. Uh, that is an eight, which is exactly enough for him to hit one of the duplicates instead. So what? what is the ratio? What is it? One through seven is you? When I first cast it, I get three duplicates. If I roll a d20 and get a six or more, it hits a duplicate. Then, because there's only two left, I roll a d20, and if it's an eight or more, then it hits a duplicate. Uh, and once I have one duplicate left, if I roll an 11 or more. So it's basically simulating 25%, 33%, 50%, roughly. Interesting. Yeah, it's a cool little little thing there. All right. It deals 16 damage to your image. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> nice. Okay, so it's Aslo's turn. And I don't know what the Howl of Rage was about. Was that just flavor, or do I think he tried to cast something on me? It doesn't look like a spell. Okay. He was just mad that I destroyed his duplicates. Okay, I worked really hard on those. <laughs> Extra angry and strong at the moment. All right, so since we're inside the room, there's room to strafe around him and get into flanking with Stripey, I presume? He's against the back corner. All right, in that case, I will just attack him as normal. Three sword attacks. 13 to hit. Hit. Don't you have things you can do, Brian? Don't you have bardics you can spend? I do indeed. So that's going to be a hit for nine piercing. Well, maybe you save it for the end. Like, you might get him down just with your other attacks, right? Like, if attack A and attack B aren't lethal, then maybe you add it to attack C. That's true, maybe. Because, like, d- wouldn't Thane tell you if attack B was lethal, potentially, or... Yeah, if, if yeah, each attack. <laughs> He's just laughing over there. He's like, what are you talking about, Sean? <laughs> But the thing is that I have to use it on an attack when it hits. So, well, yeah, I guess. So that'll be nine piercing damage. Okay. It is still alive. Okay. Fifteen to hit. Four piercing damage. You've stabbed the Quagoth and push it back up against the wall. Then withdraw your sword and it collapses to the ground. Ooh, all right. Ooh, hey. All right. Spin the sword, blow it off, and... Uh... Put it back in your sheath, like, after you flick it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I go... Ooh, that was a good one, Stripey. Good work there. Never sheath a bloody weapon. Okay, sweet. So then I guess I will turn and start running back toward uh, the other Quagoths. Uh, You won't be able to reach them this round. Yeah, true. After I run up, I am going to shout at Tokus and say, Tokus, you are very small compared to these Quagoths, but still mighty. And I give you bardic inspiration. (laughs) I'm so glad you noticed my mighty. You have good mighty. I feel stronger. One of them attacks Tokus and misses, and then the other one attacks Shaba, and I know you're going to do disadvantage on the first attack there. I think I should. I think that I will, if I can. If I'm close enough to. All right. So the first attack misses, his second attack hits. Oh, crap. Dang it. And that deals 18 total damage. Oof. Okay. Shaba rarely takes damage in combats. It's true. Very true. He's our delicate flower. We must keep him safe. (laughs) Yep. Just because I never get close to anybody. I'm always pushing people away. Always disengaging from conflict. Yeah. Stripey and Shaba. All right, so Stripey will run back out. He's going to flank with either me or Tokus, whoever he can flank with. He can't make it all the way to you. Well, he can make it there, but he can't also attack. Okay. Um, Then he will stop short before he gets into... No, he'll, he'll flank with me, because I'm attacking next. 
Okay. And then I shall roll another natural 20 on my attack with advantage. What? <laughs> wow. Yep, and rolled pretty low on the dice, so that's still only seven damage. <laughs> it doesn't matter because it only had one hit point left. Yes. Wow. Nice. All right. The final blow. <laughs> Does Stripey happen to be next to the other one? Uh, yeah, they're next to each other. Sweet. All right, then he'll take his reaction attack. And mm, that's a 14, so I guess that does hit, huh? Mm-hmm. And he'll deal uh, 12. Mm. And that'll be us. Tokus, see if you can mop up the remaining Quagath. Do it. I'm going to move my hex. Take out your mop, Tokus. It's time to trim the hedges. <laughs> that, my friends, is a natural one-zo. Oh, oh man. man. But I have extra attacks. I'm going to try again. <laughs> Ooh, uh, 17. Yep. Unfazed, I attack again. For seven physical and four necrotic. All right. Not too Shababsky. Man, critical misses are like without any sort of penalty or, you know, consequence. Our Pathfinder campaign, we used to play with the crit deck and oh, the, yeah. the critical fail deck. Totally. So like I was an archer because I a lot of times play archers and like they have a different outcome for each attack type. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the first attack. I would have had three attacks that turn. And so I got a critical miss, and they drew a card from the critical miss deck, and it's like, oh, you snapped your bowstring. Awesome. Uh, so I can't oh make any gosh. other attacks. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I mean, I'd love to add these ideas to a further campaign, right? Like the DM rolls, the death saves, mm. critical yeah. fails. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the crit, fail, and success decks are cool. Yeah. With the critical success ones, when you get a crit, it's like awesome because you'll like they'll like take bleed damage, but then when they roll a crit against you, it really sucks. Yeah, <laughs> they, like break your bones. Isn't that how most games like this work? Yeah. <laughs> the big problem I have with all those sorts of things is that it's way too swingy. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. arbitrary. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. swingy. True. Right. If a crit wasn't a crit enough with the whole double damage thing, <laughs> right? That's fair. The Glass Cannon podcast has it where they actually have Patreon subscribers submit their own crit successes and crit fails. <laughs> they just have this ongoing sheet that they like randomly draw from. Okay. And so it's just like, you and know. I'm sure some of them are insane, right? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I imagine they approve them first, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, <laughs> it's cool. That is fun. We should do the same thing. <laughs> Tokus, are you done? Am I? Am I done? The enemy's not dead. You could potentially use your action surge, but I think you've done everything else. I could. And if you're done, then it's Aslo's turn. But I should pass to Aslo. Okay. Be the bigger man. <laughs> or the bigger short person. The taller short person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will continue charging forward. Uh, am I able to get into range, range this turn? Uh, if you double moved, you would reach this one. Because I, I moved last turn as well. Oh, you're right. I was thinking you were still in the far corner. Oh, you moved after you killed the guy? Yeah, yeah. I hit him twice, and then I started running towards the others. So another 25 feet. Mm. You're right. So yes, you can make it there. Okay, cool. So that's a 23 to hit for 7 piercing damage. Okay. Uh, 20 to hit for 9 piercing damage. All right. This one wasn't hurt before. Uh, 13 to hit. Oh, he's hurt now. Hit. Uh, for 7 piercing damage. And that is the third time in this combat that there has been an enemy brought down to one hit point. Wow. <laughs> and it's my turn. Oh, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Blast it off. You, you rolled the perfect health pools, Dane. That's all that that means. Yep. <laughs> an expertly crafted adventure. Yeah. Well done. Well done. You just knew. 
So it also goes into its enraged mode, and on my four D20s, they were all seven or below, so they all missed. Yay! Wow. No matter who I was attacking. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> my goodness. He's just so blinded with rage that he misses them all. I don't think we need to drag this on any longer. The four of you just lay into this guy, and he drops. Yeah. Nice. We Doesn't do. stand a chance. All right. Victory is ours! Revenge! Wow. <laughs> Finally. We're, wait, so we're not here for... We're here for revenge? We're not here to see loved ones? Well, we're here for looking into the basin. I guess that's true. But revenge is a secondary effect. I don't even know who you are anymore, Shaba. Well, I'm someone who is feeling pretty bad about the fact that we got smacked last time we came in here. <laughs> I just, I feel like Aslo and I have been of such a bad influence on you. Hey, speak for yourself, man. <laughs> How could you ever return to the tribe, like, as you are now? They'll think of you as, like, an outsider. Tokus, you're dark Tokus. You're a bad influence on everybody. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you don't think my tribe wants revenge on the, the giants that slayed their chieftain and several of their best warriors? I mean, revenge is a very natural feeling. Very natural emotion. And the the color palette that is our... The the emotion of revenge is very natural. (laughs) (laughs) Well, remind me not to get on that list, your revenge list. (laughs) And I shoot you a a gnomish inspiration wink. (laughs) (laughs) Is that enough to to get you to turn at Toka's side up, your your little emblem? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't mind just have my face on every side so that I don't have to choose who I like more? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's, uh, Let's talk about getting some hit points back. How about that? Mm. Just so you know, I just calculated the supposed challenge rating of that encounter, and it's 13. Wow. Wow. Guys, we're great. Fifth edition encounter math is so broken. I mean, we only had like seven natural 20s between the three of us, so. (laughs) Yeah, I think you also had some poor rolls, and then the... I'm sure a lot of the challenge rating was wrapped up in that caster, and then Jay interrupted like his big thing. Mm. Yeah. I'd be a pile of mush right now if you hadn't made that shot, Jay. <laughs> that is true. I'm pretty sure. You're welcome. That guy was looking at me and my armor got all hot. And yep. I just, I just love you, buddy, and I gave you a nice big armor hug. You're most welcome, and you uh, saved me from a, a near-death experience as well. I'm down to 12 hit points, and I most certainly would be lower if you hadn't uh, shielded me a couple times. Mm. And drawn fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And been a pin cushion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was that one turn where they just all wailed on me and armor was sweet mm. how relevant was the shield spell for that slew of attacks you threw at me thing there probably were two or three hits in there that's like better than a heal maybe i'm the best healer in the party <laughs> just healed healed for like 20 30 something damage <laughs> right there preventing damage is usually more efficient than healing af- afterwards mm, true uh so shaba you were asking about uh restoring hit points yeah, I'm thinking we probably should. Okay. Do you want to use some spells, or do you want to rest somehow, or we got to keep moving? We don't really have to keep moving. I think maybe before we press forward, we should just shore up a little bit. Yeah. Just in case there are any more Quagos that we haven't faced. So you, are you thinking we short rest? What are you, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking we short rest. Okay. If there are any around here and you're resting in the middle of their home, then... There's a good chance that they would find you. Mm. All right, we go back outside. <laughs> well, outside is also Ildrazer, so... Yeah, but we've rested outside while we were in this temple before. That's true. I'll also say that you're one room away from the fountain. Yeah, but mm. still, you can never be too careful. Mm. Well, how are you guys on hit points? Like I said, I only have 12. I'd prefer to have more. I'm fine on hit points. I could uh, I could heal you up some, Shaba, if you want. Okay, that works. 
Right. One of the benefits, if we keep adventuring, just a small benefit, not a big deal. Um, my hex, I did not lose concentration on it. It is still in existence. For an hour? Well, it says range. Yeah, it is one hour. The range is just the initial. How does that even work? Does the does like it just come with me? Yeah. It's a part of me. It's an effect that is based on you. It's just that you can only have one target at a time. Yeah. Creepy. So is, if we don't take a short rest, I'd still have my hex. Just a thought. Right. We kind of did that with Brian's mirror image earlier. We tried to carry it into the next fight. I've also got a, a bardic die from Brian, so... Yeah, looking like we're not going to take a rest here. Um, Can I cast cure spells on myself? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Asla, why don't you hit me with, like, one or two, and we'll see where I'm at. And then I might cast one on myself. One or two. I can't stop this healing deep inside of me. Shava, don't you realize what you do to me? <laughs> when you kill things with your bowstring so tight, you let me know that you're still in the fight. Hooked on some healing, ba, ba, ba. I'm high on believing, ba, ba, da, ba, that you would kill for me. <laughs> Intrusions as sweet as candy Your pebbles are on my mind <laughs> Shava, you've got me hungry For some badger meat and some wine You got a wound from a monster And you need a cure I'll just play the healer since the party didn't have one <laughs> Nobody wants to be here All the good songs <laughs> When we're on the road Lift you up, Shab Like a baby goat I'm hooked on some healing ba ba da ba Am I on believing ba ba da ba That you would kill for me Hooked on some healing ba ba da ba I feel so much better. Thanks, Asla. Will you write me a song someday? Uh, no. Oh. Wow. Now my healing spells are going to feel really lackluster in comparison. So I just take out my drum and tap it a couple times and then cast cure on myself. Yeah, you guys can totally play along with my healing songs if you want. So wait, what happens? Did you song of healing us? I healed Shaba at least. Oh, okay. Do you need healing as well? No, I'm, I'm peachy. I actually, okay. um, I, before we move on, shouldn't I second wind? You can. Uh, yes. Yep. Might as well. You probably should. I think I will. That was a whopping uh, one, so you get uh, six back for that one. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I just used the uh, the built-in D&D Beyond die roller to roll my cure spell, and I got an eight. So I get 10 from that. Nice. I can do more if you need it. So I'm at 26 of 52. You think that's good? Uh, I might as well throw in another one. All right. There we go. That's uh, 12 more. Nice. Thank you. And thanks for the tune. You got it. Can you guys really believe that we're level six? 
Nope. I can't believe it. I do not believe it, actually. You're lying. Well, (laughs) no, no, I'm being serious, Shaba. This is real life. Like, we're level six. Nope. Like, the way that the world works is, like, (laughs) there's levels... And we grow in power. No possible way that could be true. And then the world also <laughs> grows in power as we grow in power. Anyway, <laughs> I, I just gained uh, 13 health points because a lot of that came from the fact that I'm level six, guys, because it scales with my fighter level. Oh my goodness. Second wind does? Does. It's 1d10 plus my fighter level as a bonus action. So it's almost like as you grow more powerful, you grow more powerful. Wow. Is that how it works? Yeah, it tries to keep up with my gratuitous amount of health that you guys have been <laughs> doubting from the start because I've been oh, yeah. rolling it this whole time. Yep. One of these days. You do have an insane amount of health points. Yeah. Did it just come out like to the average anyway, even though I spent all that effort rolling my health this whole time? No. You have been above average every time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your hit die is a D10, and you've—you, I don't think you've ever rolled like below a five. Yeah, so you're yeah. currently eight hit points above what you would have been if you'd taken the six every time. So yeah, you've been above average. Nice. Thanks for running the math on that for me, thing to <laughs> to stroke my fighter ego. <laughs> Fighters are all about big numbers. That's that's really all we got going for us, mm-hmm. and yep. ego too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That well, that comes with the territory. so speaking of territory you guys ready to move into the next territory i am i am let's Let's, do so let's hit that basin room say hi to your loved ones for me aren't you coming no i mean i am coming but like i can't see the vision that you're seeing so say hi for me i also didn't bring holy water yeah none of us have been able to talk to our people like you have you you and Mernie talked but we can't actually say hi to them That's right. It's because Mernie and I have a special inseparable connection. No dimension can keep us apart. (laughs) Definitely. It definitely didn't have anything to do with his insane power level or anything. But we would definitely love to look at our loved ones and wish that we could say hi to them. So we'll do that. So you push open the doors and once again see the scrying fountain flanked by giant dwarven carved pillars. Pillars carved by dwarves in the shape of dwarves. Okay. Come down to the Impastion. Built by dwarves for dwarves. <laughs> These are the big ones we thought might come alive. I kick one. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure, just being thorough. Yeah, that's good. No, there's no response. The 20-foot tall stone door on the opposite side of the fountain remains closed, as it was last time you were here. Mm. So, who is first? Well, Aslo, since it was your fault that we couldn't do this the first time we came here, I think <laughs> you should be last. <laughs> Thanks, Shaba. I will go first. (laughs) And Aslo steps forward. No. No, please. Shaba, after you. No, please, Aslo. Before you. Well, okay, if you insist. Why don't you just do it together and Tokus, like, pushes you guys and, like, your holy water, like, dumps into the base and then it, like, starts mixing and, like, your memories, like, start to... Oh, no! And then all of a sudden we do, like, have, like, a Freaky Friday situation where we switch bodies. Switch bodies, yeah. Oh, whoa. Whoa. I didn't know holy water basins could do that, too. The magic here is really powerful. (laughs) This is, like, some stuff like the the Fountain of Chance, right? Remember that? The Fountain of Unfortunate Things? The Fountain of Fortune. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from the god of luck yeah the fountain of unfortunate things of good fortune the fountain of misfortune (laughs) it's like the wheel of misfortune (laughs) wasn't that animaniacs or something the wheel of misfortune and like no matter what you spun something bad happened to you why would you even play i don't know that they had the wheel of morality (laughs) oh the wheel of morality that's what i'm thinking (laughs) wheel of morality turn 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 tell us the lesson that we should learn (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember that, yeah. Moral number six. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> early to rise, early to bed, makes men healthy but socially dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's the one that I remember most. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, Good old Animaniacs. All right, Azo, do you want to go or should I go? Let's stop trying to decide. Uh, you should go first. Okay, I'll go. I go up, I dump the holy water in, and then I... Plunge your head in. I don't have a physical focus of for my sister, so I just clench my fists and try real hard to think. Last time, Aslo had to ask, didn't you tell the fountain, like, show me... Oh, yeah, there? I did. I think, I think that was more for flavor, though. I just did that for fun. Yeah, but it's polite to ask the fountain. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want to be rude. And we did come here without an appointment. <laughs> All right, so I say... Oh, holy basin of Embastille, show me my sister, sister, sister. Before we move on, I wanted to remind everyone that Jari Rockjaw, the legendary dwarven bounty hunter, is teaming up with his best mates for one last mission to destroy the evilest dwarf in the world. All he wants is a quiet life and a homestead to call his own, and the king of Akepia is giving him that chance. But is retirement worth dying for? Find out by listening to Loners, a dwarven dark fantasy audiobook, available now at audible.com and amazon.com. Just search Loners Dwarven Fantasy, that's L-O-N-E-R-S, to grab yourself a copy today. Ripples from your breath spread across the pool. Then, as the water stills, you find yourself looking into the face of your sister, Valka. It's been nearly a decade since you last saw her, but you recognize those features instantly. She is outside, walking through heavy snow, but wrapped in warm furs. Around her, you see a few of the other women of your former tribe, most of whom were only children last you saw them. They appear to be returning to the village after gathering some of the final supplies before winter fully sets in and the tribe settles down for the season. Nothing about this surprises you. The one thing that does catch your attention is the small figure strapped to your sister's back. <gasps> Valka's humming softly, and you recognize it as the lullaby your mother used to sing to you when you were little. The child is sleeping soundly, its head resting on her shoulder. Goat to sleep, goat to sleep. You watch for a short while, and the group eventually enters the camp where you see Kithganath emerge from a tent to greet the women. Wasting little time, he quickly moves to assist with storing the supplies. As he does so, however, you can't help but feel a distinct lack of warmth in his eyes when he looks at your sister. When he lifts their son from her back, however, he puts on a genuine smile. No words are exchanged while you watch, and the vision quietly fades into the rippling basin. Mm, man. What did you see, Shaba? I, I saw that my sister had a child. Oh, congratulations. What? You're you're an uncle. You're an uncle. Wow. She has a son. He's maybe going to be the next chief ten of the tribe. He would be about your size now, Aslo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. He's probably born at my size, let's be honest. So, so did how did she look? Did she look well? Um, she looked no worse for the wear, but I sensed some tension between she and Kithganath. Mm. Yeah, if you wanted to ask me for details on what you saw, feel free. Yeah, what was her expression when she saw him? She gave a smile, but it was more cordial than really happy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that, Shaw, but listen. After we finish these other missions, we can go kill Kithganath and she can get a new husband. And <laughs> <laughs> If that would make you feel better. 
you know, only if it made you feel better. The only way to unseat Kithganath would be for me to best him in single combat, which I feel far more equipped to do now than the first time I faced him. Does the previous chieftain get murdered, I mean killed, in front of the tribe? Like, how does that work? If he dies, then he dies, but if not, then he becomes exiled, which is what why I'm the exile of the tribe of Raksha, ah. because I lost. So he would be banished, and then I would become chieftain. Or, I believe that there is a deep cut way back in the rule book where if you become chieftain you can bestow your chieftainhood upon someone else of your choice so you can voluntarily abdicate mm. your seat and choose another chieftain i think does that exile yourself in the process uh <laughs> no, i don't think so i'd have to ask back in how that works okay how the details of that work so basically if you knew you were going to lose you could abdicate no if i win and become chieftain, then as chieftain, I have the power to nominate another chieftain. Right, but if somebody was challenging you and causing a ruckus and you knew that you couldn't win, then you could just let them be chieftain. Oh, yeah. Instead of being exiled. Sure, yeah. If someone wants to force you out and you don't and you don't want to try to face them, then yeah, you can just mm. leave if you want. But wouldn't that be seen as cowardly and you'd be exiled anyway? Yes. <laughs> so if you're getting forced out, then you're going to get exiled. But if if it's your choice. So exiled <laughs> or exiled? No, no, no. If it's your choice to nominate someone to say, I want this person to be the chieftain, then I don't think there's an exile clause pertinent to that. <laughs> Here's perhaps a more important question. I know that all male uh, goliaths are bald. What about fem- do, the, do female goliaths have hair? No, female glass are also bald. Okay, cool. Well, they're not bald. They have very nice pebbly protrusions. We do have well, pebbly yeah, protrusions, true. which are, do not count as hair, and so we are <laughs> still bald. <laughs> <laughs> but you're both bald, and you're both bald together. And and Shaba, don't forget the thing you told me the other day. You said bald is beautiful, and Tokus removes his wig and says, See? Uh, See? I still believe that, Tokus. Of course I believe that. Aslo recoils in fear. Please put that back on. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, okay. Sorry, and I put it back on. All right, I descend from the dais and uh, now that we've discussed this and I let Aslo go. All right. I step up to the dais slash dais. And um, as it goes with the with the pensive, I, I dunk my head into it. Yep. Uh, at least that's how I like to picture it. No, I say, <laughs> um, dear Holy Basin, please allow me to see my parents. Thank you, Aslo. For the second time, you find yourself gazing into the scrying pool. As the vision begins to form on the surface of the water, you see Milo and Millie, your father and mother. They're wearing their familiar circus performer costumes. It looks like they've just finished a routine. They smile and wave, bowing to the audience in a sea of applause, and collecting a few flowers that have been thrown to the ground in front of them. After a minute, they turn and make their way off the stage, passing another small group of performers moving to take their place. As soon as they step backstage, their smiling faces give way to exhaustion. Your father winces slightly as your mother reaches over to him and gives him a gentle shoulder rub. Thanks, dear. I don't know how much longer my back can take this line of work. I'm getting too old for the circus. Millie gives him a knowing nod. We both are, dear. But at least our pay has gone up compared to when we were with Professor Pellegrumps. We'll have a nice nest egg for our retirement soon. Your parents are making their way to the performers' dressing rooms when you spot another familiar face passing by them in the hall. And your father answers, You're right, dear. I shouldn't complain. Just a few more years. 
but you can hardly focus on anything else as your temples begin to throb in rage and the vision fades away as Felmendar walks off towards the stage. What? What? Felmendar! Felmendar! That jerk! He's what is ruining he doing your entire life. Yeah, he's, he's with yeah. your girlfriend. He, he stole your parents. He's literally ruining everything. He's becoming their son, practically. That big dumb idiot. He was so jealous of you that he wanted your entire life for himself. Yeah, seriously. Doesn't he have parents of his own? Man, I don't know, but I, I must be awesome because he's so jealous of me. That must be what it is. I can't believe that. How could he How could he try to take over every part of my life like that? He probably started paying your mortgage, too. Ugh. He <laughs> disgusts me. Ugh, dude, I have to get my revenge on him now. Can we leave? Like, right? Can we just, yeah. like, leave Ildrazer and go? Yeah, let's just forget the cult. Go to Marengar real quick? And just, yeah, just, just go do your <laughs> vengeance story instead of saving the world. Yeah, that seems like a great idea, Aslo. <laughs> yeah, you're right, it is. It's the most important thing right now. Yeah, forget the world. My tiny little life is all that matters. That's right. Well, you are the manager of this company, so if that's what you want to do, then I'm, I'm, I'm not with you. <laughs> you're not? Aslo, I will stand with the Sapphire Sabres against the legions of evil while you uh, go settle your grudge. Man, I don't know. This just makes me more angry than ever, though. What, this conversation on top of what you just saw? Yes, well, yeah, your wrinkly head, yeah, that made me pretty angry too, but... Hey, you, you know, Shaba said it was, it was acceptable, and, and that I should just be myself. Well, that's his opinion. Tokus, not in public, not with all these dead Quagoths around. I thought you said don't show my bald head in public because they wouldn't understand, and, but you understand, Shaba. All these dead Quagoths do not understand your condition like I do. Don't let them see you so vulnerable. Haslow, <laughs> all I'm trying to say is don't deviate from the mission. Think about all the money we're going to make once we become heroes. I don't know if I can even have this conversation right now. I, I need some time to think. Haslow stomps off to, the, to a corner of the room with his back turned to the others. Shaba, do you think we should let him alone for a while? I think so. I think it's time to take a long rest. Do you want to go finish our game of patty cake? Yes, I would love that. <laughs> okay, me too. <laughs> I believe we were on round seven of patty cake? <laughs> I believe so. It was round seven or eight. <laughs> I think you were up by two, if I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't even know how that game works. Like, Sean, I don't even know how that game works, I don't think. It's just a little hand game, for like a nursery game. Oh, yeah. The patty cake, patty cake. Baker's Baker's yeah, man. okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, actually, I do know what it is. How do you win, though? You don't win. You it's, don't. It's, not a, it's not a competition. <laughs> yeah. How can we... <laughs> we just pick it up where we left off. Like yeah, always, Shava. Exactly. All right. <laughs> As your giant hands envelop mine. Starting with cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pick me a cake. We're on cake. Cake. Yeah. As cake. fast as you can. Uh, <sighs> okay, so we rest. We rest a long time. Do you rest? Are you... You're resting in the temple? Yep. Well, remember that there we might have other Quagoths come and uh, attack us in the night, so... We're going to keep a closer watch. 
Mm, we could do a, sh- a short rest. We could do a short rest, but we just did a short rest. Hey, man. There's no amount of short resting that you can't do. I don't know. We didn't. Oh, no, we didn't do a short rest. That's right. Yes. Okay. Let's short rest then. All right. Let's short rest. Do you get to do the... F- is is the Song of Healing free or no? Song of Healing is free. Yeah. doesn't even take a spell slot. So I have to roll hit die, right, Thane, in order to get the Song of Healing bonus, or can I just do the Song of Healing? You have to spend at least one hit die. Well, as long as we promise not to look, you'll play for us, right? I will, exactly. I'll After I've had a few minutes to gather my thoughts, I'll come back over, and then I'll sit on the other side of the basin and play from there, where you can't see me. <laughs> well, maybe the acoustics are good in this room. Probably. There's lots of stone and stuff. A lot of reverberations. So short rest, I, I don't recharge, like, anything. All right, I took two, used two hit dice and I'm back up to full. Very nice. I still got a spell slot and my misty i get all my bardic inspirations back nice i'm sorry i let one go to waste that's all right so you hole up in the altar room ritual hall here for a while i assume you shut the doors and just try to stay hidden in case anyone's coming yeah okay and the hour passes aslo's seething rage has subsided somewhat (laughs) (laughs) did i at least get plus two to my damage while i was raged Minus two to your defense. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you want to do now? Uh, okay, so we've come and gotten our revenge on the Quagoths and used the basin. Do we want to further explore the temple that we haven't explored yet, or do we want to skedaddle out of here? I thought we pretty much got to most of the exploration around here, didn't we? The only place you didn't go was behind the big stone door in front of you. Oh, yeah, the big one. Yeah, that one door. Let's go back and see what's back there. Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll head out. During your rest, you're examining the door, and as you're looking at it, you don't see any obvious ways to actually open the thing. You can tell it's a door, because you can see that it's a separate piece and looks like it would all slide somewhere, but there's no hinge, there's no handle to grab. Hmm. Could we do some investigating, or...? Yeah, and make a we'll search around. Can, can Tokus get his gauntlets under the door or around the door? Definitely not around it. Underneath, yeah, I guess you could squeeze in there. Give me investigation checks if you want to see what you find. 19. 13 for Aslo. Uh, Shaba gets a lot less than either of you. <laughs> uh, it's a 10. It's always funny when it's not worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Tokus, like I said, you don't see any obvious ways of opening this. You would imagine that it's got some sort of mechanical system that would open it just looking at in the cracks and around it seems with your gnomish engineering that it's probably got something like buried in the walls that you can't see that would control it you might be able to try slipping your hands underneath and lifting it up but you'd probably be fighting a lot more than just gravity because the machinery would be locking it in place too well guys i'm gonna need you to give me a hand with this fair enough so if you how does the help command work Help command. What? Or the help the help action. Couldn't they help me? Uh, help action. The help action. Aid. Yeah. I think it's Aid, called. yeah. Or I thought it was help. Maybe it is help. Because if you tell me I'm beautiful and take back what you said earlier about my wrinkly raisin head, <laughs> um, I might be able to get this open a little bit. Maybe Stripey can get under or something. 
Just a hunch. Not sure. No, I'm not the dungeon master after all. When you take the help action, the creature you aid gains advantage on the next ability check and makes to perform the task you're helping with. So if I can get enough of the crack open, you guys can maybe get your finger... Well, maybe not Shaba's fingers, but we'll start with just Azla's fingers. And we'll add Stripey. Maybe Stripey will get up under there. And then we'll get it high enough that Shaba gets his boot or fingers under there. We'll just kind of... Let's kind of work from there and see if we can get one of us to shimmy underneath and, you know, pull an Indiana Jones. Like, we'll be like, we're holding it! Like, Aslo, get in there! Like, what do you yeah. see? <laughs> and then, like, we, we, like, can't hold it anymore and you're locked in there forever. <laughs> Even with your giant strength, this seems like an almost impossible task. Okay. It's a 20-foot tall stone door that's also, like, 10 feet wide. <laughs> so, I'll uh, give you one roll uh, that will amount to all of your efforts for everything, but basically, I don't see this happening. It needs to be, like, a perfect roll. <laughs> All right, so I've got... Did, did you bardic me? I don't know that it's even worth it to spend a bardic. Yeah, it seems like a bit of a lost cause. Yeah. Okay. So will you guys at least help me? Yeah, I'll help. Yes, for sure. So what does that mean? Do I roll a d4? You have advantage. Oh, I have advantage. That's huge. If you get two natural 20s, then you'll succeed. All right, here we go. <laughs> Rolling again, because that's kind of low. That was even lower. <laughs> all right. Is that really all I get here? And this is athletics, right? Or is this just a straight strength check? It's just strength. Wow. Okay. 12. Oh, without the... I didn't roll the help die, but it's irrelevant, right? Yeah. yeah. So you try it for several minutes. You try to get some leverage under it. You do everything you can think of to lift this door, but it's just not budging. Mm. Ooh, wait. Uh, you just said leverage. You're speaking my language. No mesh. <laughs> I already said you already tried everything you could think of to get leverage. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not working. In, it's not happening. But I thought there were some new... Didn't Tosh just come out with some new devices? Do you guys remember that thing? The thing that I said that lifts things? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think it's going to work or be worth exploring yeah. by the sounds of it. The, the DM has basically told us that this is an impossible task. Yeah, we're getting the DM vibe. Well, we got to figure out how to open this, guys. Oh, hey, guys, why don't we just go outside the temple and go around back? How about that? Yeah, what he did tell us is that there's a mechanical element. So either there's something in the room, like some lever or something that we have to pull, or we have to go in the other way. Yeah. Let's search the room, top to bottom. We'll take 50 on it. Give me perception checks. See if you can spot anything related. Okay. That's uh, a 12 for Aslo. Crap. I rolled very poorly. Nine. <laughs> All those natty twinses before continuing to come back to haunt me, I just rolled a one. <laughs> so that's a six. Okay, so you scour the room, but you don't find anything that seems like it would activate it. Okay. Fair enough. All right, so in that case, yeah, let's go around and go around back. There is no back, because this temple is built into the face of the wall. Hmm. Okay. Right on. Huh. Well, I guess we're we're uh, at a dead end here, fellas. Do the statues in this room, does one of their arms, like, stick out oddly, that it looks like we, and it has, like, a hinge on it, that maybe we could just, like, pull <laughs> on the arm? <laughs> you, like, pull down on it, and the axe just comes down, splits your skull open. <laughs> <laughs> so do we leave Ildrazar now? I think we've done what we came here to do. Yeah, I think we've done everything we've come here to do. We've accomplished all of our life's goals in this miserable hole in the ground. <laughs> That's right. By the way, Tokus has the armband, right? I thought we sent it off to Murney. Oh, that's right. Because we were worried. We hid it. We put it in the satchel. Because we were worried about them double-crossing us. But, I mean, as long as Murney didn't lose it or steal it and run away with, with the item... I don't think he would have. He was more interested in the other stuff, right? The 
the throne or the crown? Yeah, the crown, the scepter. We should not let him touch those. No, probably not. We could probably trust him with the bracer, bracelet. We really only sent the bracelet to him for safekeeping, right? We didn't have anything that, did we want him to like analyze it? Or? Yeah. Yeah, we asked him to. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right. Maybe wrote him a nice long note. So maybe it's time to check the bag and see if he's sent it back yet. Yes, and Tokus reaches into extra dimensional space and feels around like, oh, did he leave us a little something? Yeah, so you reach inside and you pull out the armband and search for anything else. So along with the armband, you find a note in response to your asking for help. And I will give you the effects here. Oh. Not entirely, but I will, I'll give you partial information on this thing. Oh, this is our first artifact. <laughs> our first artifact, guys. Wow. Let's read, it, let's read it together, and Tokus has them gather around. Okay, we all put our heads together. Okay, well, this is all written as rules text rather than how he would have actually written it to you. No, that's uh, fine. That's fine. I'll just imagine it's Mernie's words <laughs> to me. He, nev- he never writes me, guys. He never... I, I'm relished... I ch- Tokus acts as if these words are written to him, but it's like in general, like in generalities, it's like to the whole party kind of a situation, <laughs> probably. To the AAA team. Whoa. This actually might be useful on you, Aslo. Dang it. <laughs> you see that one part? I do. What? Wow. What? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 This has so many modes. This is like what? this is like a real command. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, this like is like for Magic the Gathering right this here. This is cryptic is. command in an armband. Recovery, resilience, magic resistance, and vulnerability, immunity. Wow. Oh my what? goodness. To a creature you can see. Wow. Wow. Are we gonna just say wow for like ten minutes or are we gonna actually do this? <laughs> <laughs> to, what does Mernie's note say? Wow. This thing is awesome. Um, yeah, this thing is amazing. I can't wait to <laughs> use some of these powers that I will not go into detail about. Do you want to start by telling us what Mernie's note says? Yeah, Mernie's note describes what he has managed to uncover through his experimentation and spellcasting. So basically, this is what you would have gotten with the Identify spell. Mm. And adding on to that, his research and general lore that he has about these artifacts. Did you say anything about the charges? Like how many total? Yeah, charges? we still don't know. I think is are they like limited charges? Like once they're gone, they're gone, or do they come back? I put more text in there. So it has a limited number of charges that recharge daily, uh, but at some sort of cost to the wearer. At a cost to the wearer. The exact cost isn't clear. Oh wow. Okay. Huh. Oh. Interesting. It's like depletes my maximum hit points or something. Like steals <laughs> my life force. Might be worth it though. These are pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, abilities this powerful. It's appropriate that they come with a cost. These do seem like tank-like abilities, guys. Just saying. They do. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I care too much about the charisma part. I think the other parts are a lot more powerfuler. <laughs> so we we put our heads together and we read Mernie's description of the armband, and we are very impressed. <laughs> yeah, he he did his homework. That was quick. That was a quick turnaround. That was like, yeah. This is guys. This is a powerful artifact we have here. Mm-hmm. We could use this to help save the world, or we could use it to help take over the world. We could use it to go hang out with some dwarves and kick back some sloshes because of the whole <laughs> speak and understand dwarven part. I could be like our wingman into the dwarven world, or well, whoever <laughs> uses it. 
So yeah, that's a good question. Who should wear this? I think maybe... Stripey. I think probably Tokus should wear it. Either Tokus or me. Or Stripey. Well, here's one other thought. So some of these effects are bonus actions. Who's the one here that lacks the most in bonus actions? Plot mm. twist. It's not you or me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is Stripey. That's true. No, it's Shaba. Yes, you're right. It is Stripey. No, I have plenty of bonus actions. Do you? Yeah. Name some for me. I have Hunter's Mark. Uh-huh. I have moving my Hunter's Mark from one target to another. Uh-huh. As do I. I have something similar. I have my rabbit's foot. Which is not part of your character. It's an item. <laughs> and I have that is it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I do not want this bracelet. What? I do not want to bear the responsibility. Are you sure? Tokus, you were trying, sitting there trying to convince us for half an hour that it was you who should wear this. Why are you so hesitant now? So, so... It is you who should wear this, Tokus. You should bear the burden for the fellowship. But we don't know how to recharge it. It's going to steal my life force, and that's what you guys were telling me not to do with the crystal. Who better to have their life force stolen than you, Tokus? We do know how to recharge it. It recharges daily. You don't have much left to steal anyway. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. They ain't saying you don't have much of a life. It recharges daily like any other magic item. It's just we don't know what it also does to you when it recharges. Maybe I just become more and more dwarvish. Why don't we just keep <laughs> it safe until we need it? Shaba, I don't think that's necessary. And Tokus reaches <laughs> for the bracer. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we give it to you. All right. It says, I will... Wear the bracer of... What is the name of this thing? It's the armband of Altoria. And I will wear the... And Tokus locks it onto his arm. Puts (laughs) it on and disappears. (gasps) What? Went invisible. And I feel... The power! The power! (laughs) Yeah, let's just call it the armband instead of the bracelet. That's better. Armband of Altoria? Yep. Okay. This thing is sweet. It's really, really cool. It is very, very good. But who knows what kind of a toll it could take. But you're all about things that take a toll on you, like the last. <laughs> you love taking a toll on yourself. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> yeah, you short rested, and Tokus has the armband on. And I'll say that you attuned to that during the rest. Awesome. Nice. We get well acquainted. We leave Ildrazar. Um, yeah, I think we leave Ildrazar. Are you going to try to be stealthier on your way out of the temple? Mm. Only if Shaba is willing to carry Tokus, like we did when we were stealthing past those giants. I am willing to do that. Okay. We could also make a really clean exit. You have powers. I do have powers. It's true, you do have Pass Without Trace. Is that worth it, like, using that to escape from here, or...? It is not. It is not worth it. To answer your question. Then <laughs> let's just stealth check our way out of here. Yep. I will carry to- uh, Tokus cradling him as though he were my newborn baby. Do you, like, and put me in one of those little, like, like where you tie me to your chest? A papoose? Yeah, or yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little body wrap. Nice. Yep. Nice and warm. All right. So how does that work mechanically, Shaba carrying Tokus? I should probably realistically impose disadvantage on Shaba's check and just have him roll, but not Tokus. Mm. That honestly might be better if he's doing a disadvantaged stealth roll than mine. (laughs) I have a disadvantaged stealth roll. That doesn't really do anything, though, right? I mean, that doesn't help us that much. 
but marginally. But your stealth one less check is probably, yeah. and it'll be a better, better one. Better, yeah. Yeah, your checks are better. I mean, we could even bardic this way, our way through this. That's true. Shaba carry Tokus. It's one less stealth roll we have to make, and then I'll bardic inspiration you. Okay. So I would have disadvantage on my stealth roll? Yes. Yeah. I always have disadvantage on this. How many stealth checks do we need to make to get out of here? I'll just say one. Okay, then should I rub the lucky rabbit's foot? You could do that as well, yeah. Sure, might as well. Wouldn't that negate the disadvantage? I mean, do we really care about waking up the other Quagoths, besides that it's just another combat with Quagoths? Well, he, I think Thane was letting us paint the rest of our escape with this stealth check, it sounded like. Or at least this room, this sector. Yeah. I think it might be worth There might be other Dargons to uh, to stealth by, so... Oh, you're talking about stealthing out of Ildrazar, not just out of the Imbastion? Out of Ildrazar, that was what I thought. I was referring to just getting out of the Imbastion, sneaking past anyone that might be left. Oh, I don't care about that. Let's just walk out. I just start walking out. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Let's just go. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm going to clomp my way out of the room. Well, fortunately for you anyway, my perception roll to detect you leaving was a natural one. So So there were more enemies in there. (laughs) It turned out to not really matter that much. Well, you waited around for an hour. We can totally metagame that and go back and kill them. Right? (laughs) No, no, no. We don't know about them. (laughs) Yeah. And then we traipse out of Ildrazar, avoiding the plaza on our way. The city is open enough and you've familiarized yourself with it enough that you can pretty much safely make it back following the road. Not too much to worry about here. As long as you keep to the road and avoid the plaza, you don't run into any enemies. Sweet. So you make it back to your waiting rope, you know, I'll climb out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is the rope still there? You said the waiting rope, so I'm assuming it's still there. Yeah, let's hope so. Yes, still there. Phew. I'm going to skip past any sort of checks to climb out because we've done this sort of thing many times before. You know how to do it. Awesome. Mm, okay, good. And now you're at the top of the rim. Uh, we have escaped Ildrazer yes. once again. This time victorious instead of in shame and defeat. Yes. yes. We came back and conquered our demons. We have defeated many Dargans in this dungeon. You know, this would be a good stopping point for the podcast right here. The whole thing? The entire podcast? Yeah, we'll just end it right here. Yeah, just just end it like <laughs> open-ended ending. Like, they, they came back and they faced Ildrazer and they, they conquered. We'll never know if they saved the world. I think a better ending for the podcast would be us charging into battle against hordes of cultists. Like a, uh, a Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Monty Python kid. and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Oh. Freeze frame ending. <laughs> and screen cut to black. So if there's a total party kill during the last battle, then you can just cut that off. And exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how people will know, listeners, you've been forewarned. Perfect. If we cut it off without a resolution at the very end of the show, then there's been a TPK. We're all dead. We are all there's dead. There's no coming back for us. Uh, that sounds about right. So now that we have the armband, we can approach the sewers of Nanept with confidence. So it's time to return to the sewers of Nanept to go into that secret place where the, we found the seal of the emperor and go into that underworld infested underworld place. Mm-hmm.